All right, so I just gone over to the uh, the US to California, Jack Rayner, about four hours after breaking the Australian record. Welcome back to the Inside Rain podcast. Uh, thanks again. Good to be back. What is? Give us some context. Where are you? It looks like you're walking yeah. around the streets. What's the time? What's happening? It is twelve oh nine in the morning, so it's just over midnight. Um, was walking to the pub, but I think it's already shut. Apparently, people were down there, but. So now I've got to walk home. Walk home by yourself. Can't even get a beer after breaking the Australian record. Yeah, I know. Grim, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. Jack, I'll go through some of the stats here. 27-15, you're third in the race. Um, Grant Fisher won the race in an American record of 26-33. You broke the Australian record by seven seconds. It was a 45-second personal best. World Champs and Commonwealth Games qualifier by 12 seconds. An estimated 5K split of 13.47. Tell us, did you think you were in that kind of shape or, or what was going on? I didn't think I was in that kind of shape. I knew I knew I was in good shape, like probably the best I've been in to date. So, yeah, um, yeah I kind of had to forget about my PB. Like Nick just said, forget about your PB going in, treat it like a road race and, um, yeah, just race it. And that's what I did. And, um it was a perfect night for it. Like the race was actually supposed to be last night. So I'm glad that they um, they were able to push it back a day because it was super windy last night. So, um, yeah, much better conditions tonight. So, yeah, um, once I got out there racing, it was just like they had the wave lights on as well. So I've only done a couple of races with the, with the wave lights. So they had them set for American record pace and then the world champs qualifying pace. So, yeah, kind of it was just the back of the second pack for most of the race until – yeah, the short, sort, of, sort of the last few K where I started to move up with Pat. But, yeah, that definitely helped. How long ago did you know you were in the race, Jack? Like before or after Zatapec? Uh, after Zatapec, um, Nick kind of said, there's a 10K the, in California if you want to do it. I think you're in good shape. So I'm going to send you to that. I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I, I'll do whatever. So, yeah, kind of, yeah, it was a quick last-minute trip really. But... Yeah, it's paid off. Yeah, it certainly has. And the way it was organised, like you said, how it got moved 24 hours because it was a bit windy yesterday. We know when the Bowman guys race, it kind of gets set up pretty much perfectly with pacemakers and the wave lights and things like that. Um, yeah. Can you, yeah, any comments on that? It sounds like a perfect scenario to run super fast in, stuff that you don't get in Australia uh, often. Yeah, not at all. Like, um, I don't know, because it's such like a constant pay, like, with other races, with as a pacer, it can be the pace can kind of jump up and down a lot, just because it's kind of hard to run an even pace without something like a wave light there helping you. So, kind of running it at such a smooth pace definitely, um, yeah, definitely helped a bit. But yeah, I was surprised. I thought I was going to start like finding it tough with like six or seven k into the race, but I don't know. It never really got hard until yeah, sort of a few laps to go, which was kind of pleasing. Yeah, that's incredible. Any other questions for him, fellas? I've got a few, but I'll give you an opportunity to ask yours. Yeah, Jack, uh, firstly, congratulations. Um, Brett actually messaged us the other week when we put up the start list, which had Pat there, and he said, I think the Aussie record will be broken, but not by Pat. So, Oh, really? Does it, yeah, so he obviously knew you were in shape. Was there like a turning point in your training where like something clicked where you went, wow, um, like you did an incredible session or something where you just knew you were in amazing shape? Uh, not necessarily a specific session, but um, after going to Falls in January, like I'd trained the best I ever have up there. So it was like, I don't think I had a single session where, where I trained bad. So 
I knew after doing that, like I ran, I think I ran quarters and the best anyone's ever done. So I'm like, mm. all right, if I can run that, like surely that can translate to a good race on the track. So now it has. So yeah, that's yeah. probably it. That was probably it. I reckon if you're running the best ever quarters, it falls, it says something. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, doing that at falls like means nothing really, but yeah, mm. <laughs> once it translates to an actual race, it's just like, okay, yeah, it did mean something. Yeah. How, um, how is your confidence, Jack, knowing that you're in a field with a lot of low 17, I mean, 27 guys and you, I mean, you, you've obviously had some success on the track, but compared to even those guys from your training group, um, you've never really stood out as a, as a great track runner. You, um, how is the confidence going yeah. in? Yeah, exactly right. Like, yeah, I've ran decent on the roads. I've ran a couple of okay track races, but yeah, I just knew I hadn't run anywhere near what I should be doing on the track. So I kind of, yeah, it gave me a bit of a extra boost, like just knowing I had to put something on the board that was half decent. So yeah, um, you know, running Australian record. Yeah, very happy with that now. So you've really like jumped to the top echelon i mean you're always you're always fantastic winning road races unbeaten a lot ran at 61 to win the um commonwealth half but the australian record in the 10,000 has like guys have been peppering that for a very long time or around that you've got um yeah like even from your group like you've just jumped over stewie that's pretty phenomenal yeah stewie and pat yeah they were both super yeah. close together but yeah um yeah, once I was racing tonight, like I think I was halfway through it. I'm like, I'm still feeling pretty good. Like I'm just going to stick on the pack, just try and do as little as I can until it's the pointy end of the race. And then, yeah, last few laps, I started getting ahead of the wave light. So I'm like, all right, if I, if I put in a good few laps, I should be able to get close to the record. But yeah, didn't realize I'd be getting under it by mm. seven seconds or six seconds or whatever it was. Sorry, because you broke it by so much. At what point in the race? Like you must have known with a lap to go that you're going to do it. Yeah, um, I saw the clock with the lap to go. I'm like, all right, I've got to run like a, I don't know, 68 second lap or something and I'll get it or maybe even mm. slower than that. But yeah, so that kind of gave me a bit of fuel to go kick even harder. But yeah. And Nick, Nick said, yeah. um, oh. Nick said you need to close harder because I ran 61, oh no, 60, 60, and then 61. He's like, needed that last lap to get a bit better. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is your last six laps, Jack 65, 64, 66, 60, 60, 61. But you ran faster than the, the two guys who come first and second um, over the last three laps. They went 62, 62, 58. So, oh, really? Um, yeah. So that's something that, yeah, I'd be sending that back to Nick Badeau just saying, what about this though? Three minutes for the last three laps, three oh one. Yeah, three one, three one. Yeah, where those guys were, um, yeah, they were three oh four, three oh three. Yeah, I reckon you got them. A couple of points, points of tenths and seconds, maybe could sort things out in there. But that's a pretty, pretty solid way to close a race. Um, yeah, it was actually had, similar to Zadipek. Yeah, yeah, would have been. And we, I remember talking to you straight after the the race as well, saying, "Did you realize how quick you closed those last three laps as well that day?" So that's obviously yeah, massive strength you got there. Um, I'm yeah, interested, did, did did Tokyo ever come into your mind? Like over the last, you know, the disappointment from the marathon at Tokyo and now you come back to to be, you know, someone DNFing at, a, at, a, at an Olympics to now claim an Australian record not so long after? Yeah, to be honest, I try, I try not to think too much about Tokyo because it was a pretty awful trip for me. Um, but, yeah, definitely 
gave me a lot of motivation to um, change a few things, um, really focus more, put more emphasis on doing actual strength work so I'm not actually getting injured all the time. Um, so, yeah, after doing that and getting into a bit more consistency, it's, um, yeah, it's translated to some results, which is good. Just on Tokyo, Jack, like you said that you try not to think about it, but as we know, like running is full of ups and downs. And do you think that like the disappointment of the Olympics and those downtimes actually makes nights like tonight even more special? Yeah, for sure. Like people keep saying, oh, you're still an Olympian. I'm like, I don't think I am. I don't think I wouldn't call myself an Olympian yet. Like not until I actually finish the race, I'll be an Olympian. But um, yeah, going there was still still a cool experience and everything but yeah definitely um definitely want to actually do well at the olympics next time it's on and is your um is your attitude toward what you think you can do in the marathon has that changed after tonight knowing the next level that you've reached uh yeah definitely um the biggest problem for me is just getting through a marathon block mm. and getting to the start line which i haven't really done properly at all besides london but um yeah, it's kind of, it'll be nice to train for a 10K and then I think I'll do um, Com Games Marathon just off kind of 10K training, maybe a few more long runs, but yeah, yeah see what happens there. Cool. So you'll do the 10K at the so. World Champs. Is that sort of what you, you mean? Yeah, I think I'll do the 10K at World Champs and then yep. maybe do the marathon at Com Games. Still, still need to talk to Nick, but yeah. I think that's but the plan. That was kind of the perfect build for people, wasn't it? If they could get that time, then they... Sort of, you can do both champs and not almost not hurt one or the other. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, it kind of works out well that you can do that. And yeah. I don't know how far away. Then a few weeks, maybe a month apart. Mm. Yeah, nice. Hey, pretty good. Hey, Jack, how um how stoked was your mum when you when she saw the result? Have you spoken to her, yeah. Kirsty? She's a long time listener of the podcast. I think. Will she comments on anything we ever post about you? Yeah, and she'll have to comment today. To just, that's cool. Yeah, comment today straight away, just saying that's my boy, and just saying how um how she can't even can't really believe it yet. He sounds pretty chuffed though, so that must have been pretty special that phone call through to her. Yeah, definitely. She um she didn't realize I came third until I don't because I think the stream was pretty average. So yeah, she didn't realize I came third until she saw the results pop up. And so is that right? <laughs> yeah, she was super stoked. Yeah, that was yeah, the same one supporter. Ellen. Yeah, yeah. I think we were all working as well and we just kind of, I know I finished work and just saw things popping up and I'm like, what, serious? And then, yeah, I messaged Luke Matthews in a group chat and he's just like, yeah, yeah, he just broke it. He just absolutely smashed it like it was, I'm sure there's, a, you know, hundreds of Australian people out there who had that same experience. So you brought a lot of joy to people on their Monday afternoon, that's for sure. Yeah, oh, it's a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Any other questions before we let him uh, maybe continue walking to see if there's a pub open anywhere, boys? I've got two quick uh, ones. Uh, Jack, I saw your names on the start list of the National 3K Champs this coming Saturday. Will you be there? Uh, I don't know. I fly home tomorrow night, so I kind of miss Tuesday and I'm back home Wednesday, so uh, I'll decide in the next few days. But I'd like to do it, but I'll see how my body's feeling. Feeling okay now, but... Yeah, I'll make the decision in a couple of days, I reckon. And, I definitely will be doing National 5K. Yeah, and in regards to this trip, like have you tra have you travelled over there all by yourself? Like have the, has the race organisers put you up or you just, you know, sorted out your own accommodation? Nah. How did that all, all work? Uh, it's just all, well, Nick and me. Just, yeah, I pay, pay pretty much, yeah, paid for everything. So expensive little trip, but it's all paid off now. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah happy with that. Yeah. 
I reckon. Yeah, but yeah, the race meet um, sound running, they don't, yeah, they don't offer any support to get here. So fair enough, though. Mm. They put on good meets. So but you, but you said Nick, Nick, Nick went over with you? Uh, no, no, no. Solo, Nick, solo trip. Oh, okay. Solo yeah. trip. All right. Yeah. That, that's why he's walking around at 12 30 <laughs> looking for a pub. Looking for start. Um, uh, very good, Jack. Well, thanks again for giving up some time. We were just saying before we recorded, like we yeah, sent you a message through, totally expecting that your phone to be blown up and you wouldn't even have time to reply to us and stuff. But we're really grateful that you gave up some time so quickly after the race to talk to us and go through that race. And I uh, just finally, no what's just the, the American scene? It's like something we often see on you know Instagram, bit of stuff on Strava, like there. That Bowman group in particular, pretty big profile. Like, what was it like racing against some of those guys and the whole atmosphere of the meet? Uh, the meet is cool. They're really well organized, but um, yeah, didn't really see many of the Bowman guys. Obviously, a few of them were in the front. I think that Kieran Tuntevate guy was in the big pack, so ran with him for a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's funny, like finishing the race, it's like, I didn't even think they knew who I was. I was like walking back to my bag and I didn't even speak to anyone really. So I'm like, fucking hell, this is weird. What is <laughs> like, this do? is Australia, a different story. Yeah, well, that's the contrast, isn't it? Like your last 10K race, yeah. you, you cross the line at, the, at, at uh, Lakeside and everyone's around you and I'm sure wanted to talk to you yeah. in the bibs and high five and now you're yeah, here on the <laughs> other side of the world and it's, you've run so much quicker but the attention's not quite there. <laughs> no, nah, not at all. But it doesn't matter. Should have had a crack at it. Just said something. Brought up Shelby Hallhand or something. <laughs> Shelby Hallhand. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> All right, Jack. Well, thanks again for your time, mate. Safe travels home and um, yeah, a no massive worries. congratulations again. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Well done, Jack. Awesome yeah. to see. Well done. Thanks, Bye. Jack. See you, mate. Doesn't matter if it don't come back. Under the